0: Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your favorite indie promotion of all time, that being Main own Limitless Wrestling. And of course, Let's Wrestle. My name is Josh Nason. On this week's show, we're going to talk a little bit about Let's Wrestle. We're also going to talk about some crunch time coming up in July. Yes, we got a little bit of time here before the next Limitless Wrestling show. We're going to answer your question, a special edition of Ask Limitless. And of course, joining me right now to talk about everything. In the Carververse and that much more. It's a man who is fully ready starting this Saturday night to go one on one, head to head with Tony Khan and AEW Collision. It's Mr. Saturday Night, Randy Khan. Randy, say hi to the fine people.
1: Ooh, how's it going today, Josh?
0: Things are good. Things are good. You gave me an ooh there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're putting me to war already.
0: Brother, I heard. I've I've said multiple times on this podcast, the best promo, one of the best live promos I've ever heard is in the Portland club. When you came out and grabbed the microphone impromptu WWE, just miles up the road, so to speak, a few more miles, but whatever. And they're running in Augusta, I believe. And you fired the crowd up saying to thank them for being there. And, you know, even though WWE was coming to your backyard, going to war with you, you still sold out the Portland club. So take that
1: yeah i mean that was really my bad scheduling wise i'm sure but uh yeah uh it's happened before it'll happen again
0: you know as we've seen yeah i mean be real realistic some of the challenges are you know some of the talent that obviously you use for shows also um work for AEW slash ring of honor so there's going to be hopefully you know the, not hopefully but there'll be some of those dates where there's going to be conflicts but hopefully they will be ones known ahead of time and of the last second variety like you know what happened with jay drake before and things like that giving kind of people time and things like that but it's you know it's not just you it's so many people um that run any promotions all over the country and in canada as well and other places that use talents for saturday night they're gonna have to yeah they're just gonna have to adjust right and i think assume a lot of what this game is is you know adjustments that shit
1: happens yeah figuring it out on the fly sometimes because i mean it's no different than it's been the past few years, and I think that wrestling fans uh, now, not that they weren't before, but I think they're just, it's much more clear how everything works right now with AEW and just how on a whim sometimes uh, wrestlers could be needed for television, for pay-per-view, whatever it may be, so uh, I think you're always going to have those situations arise, that's kind of the gamble of uh, trying to use a talent who's involved with like a Ring of Honor and AEW for instance, but uh, it's a it's a gamble i'm willing to take to have them at the shows in general you just hope that it doesn't happen like you said super last minute but uh you can control what you can control in this game that's right yep
0: and yeah so it's been a few weeks since we've talked a few things have happened honestly with a let's wrestle with a big let's rumble last week and we'll talk about that in a minute but let's talk about all the developments for crunch time coming up on july 29th a Saturday night july 29th be the best bang for your wrestling buck. I guarantee that. At the Yarmouth vets, Yarmouth Maine, of course, big sellout string. As of late, we're going to look to keep that going. You and I, the fans, everyone, we're going to be there on July 29th. And again, this is crunch time. This is the road to the anniversary show. Of course, we have the Vacationland Cup, which crunch time leads right into. In the anniversary show, a perfect three-pack of events coming up. Tickets, I, su- I assume, are flying off the shelves, and of course, you know it's a little ways away, more than a month away, month away. But Randy, you've been busy. You've been busy booking some talent for this show. Let me just go over. Well, I, I want to give some of these these uh, these talents are due. Let's start right from the top. After six years away, it seems to be this kind of this mix. We had Tabernacle the team returned after six years away. You went back another six years, and you're bringing back the bad boy himself, Joey Janella, finally officially coming back to limitless wrestling for crunch time
1: oh yeah there's a there's a question on the ask limitless that i, I don't want to spoil but i have to for this uh they were asking like uh, what what wrestler or wrestlers have uh you've been in contact with and just the schedule hasn't lined up you haven't been able to get him in for a long time the answer was joey Janela because uh I, I think one of the busiest wrestlers in independent wrestling since hitting the scene again uh whether it's for gcw or going all over the world really he was just in france this past weekend tough to be able to lock him down to come back but happy to have the bad boy back it's kind of crazy that it's been six years it didn't really feel like that
0: so if i'm remembering this right he was booked just before the pandemic or during the before everything got shut down am i remembering that right
1: it had to be just before it might have been like uh 2018 2019 i don't even remember but there was oh that
0: far back For it some was reason... a while
1: there was okay. there was a time frame i want probably 2018 sounds about right where uh, I, I want to say that he was booked for the Only Fools Are Satisfied event. Maybe I'm wrong. Because um, I think he was wrestling Danger Kid originally, and then it was Jimmy Jacobs. But someone might be able to correct me on that. But whatever it was, he was booked on a show for us and then had, a, I believe, a tour of Ireland pop-up. that was like a weekend long, yeah, just... so he ended up going to Ireland.
0: It was Danger Kid. I remember this. Was it supposed to be a Falls Count Anywhere match? Am I making that up?
1: It might have been something funky. I don't know if it was Falls Count Anywhere, but it yeah. definitely might have been something funky. I don't know.
0: I think I remember jotting this down once. I, I wanted to, and someone may get back to it at some point, but a list of all the the matches that never happened that maybe someday could happen. You know, throw that's, them. Throw I them mean, against. that's
1: definitely one of them.
0: That was that. That that was it. Now I definitely remember that. Yeah. I think it might have been a false count anywhere or something, or, you know, street fight or something like that. But, uh, yeah. So it's his first uh, match back in Limitless since, uh, again, six years. It's been uh, September 2017. Question the answers at the Westbrook Armory. So he's been wrestled three times for Limitless, of course, against uh, Sonia Strong back in May 2016. No dropkicks in the living room. And then uh, following that up, we have the win over Mister Grimm at uh, Can We Kick It. So yeah, he is back, and yeah, that should be great. Very interested to see who he takes on. And of course, I just mentioned these guys. Randy he didn't waste any time bringing these guys back after they were gone for six years. Tabernacle team returning at Crunch Time.
1: Dude, after a response like that, I mean, how can you wait? Uh, I didn't really want to wait to get Matthew Saint Jacques, Thomas Dubois back up here, and. Uh, on top of that, uh, I said when I announced this, I don't. I think there's a tag match that just can't wait between two tag teams on this roster. So uh, Tabernacle the team, they're in for quite the challenge in their second match back in Limitless Wrestling. We'll probably have that one announced by the next time we talk.
0: Yeah, very interesting there, hmm. and of course the aforementioned or previously mentioned rather, uh, two matches actually: Mac Daniels versus Rip Bison for a title shot at uh, the Vacation Land Cup, a number one contenders match. Of course rip is challenged for the title before and mac Daniels says to be his uh, i don't want to say his first opportunity but he's looking to get his first opportunity at winning the uh the limitless wrestling title and of course in uh, in yarmouth and then a vlc qualifier match of becca versus ever we talked about both those matches in the recap for uh, winds of change which you can hear if, uh, if you haven't heard already you can hear that in the last podcast and kind of what led to that we'll talk more about these as we get closer to uh to july and Anthony Henry is uh, coming back. I don't know if we—if that was official uh, by the last time we talked, but I'm, I'm sure there'll be big things uh, coming up for him on this show.
1: Yeah, there's a lot to come, too. I mean, we, we talked about Beef as well last yeah. time on the podcast. Alec Price is going to be in the house for this show. So uh, a lot of the big names in Limitless popping out for the show before the cup.
0: Yeah, Intrig- intriguing card, Randy. Intriguing card. Looking forward to seeing who gets paired up here. Uh, anything else on the uh, Limitless Wrestling front before we get to Let's Wrestle?
1: I don't think anything else. Uh, obviously, Crunch Time is our next stop. And then we've got the Vacationland Cup coming up August 26th. That's also going to be in Yarmouth. Uh, we've got some announcements coming up for that. Of course, last show we saw Channing Thomas and Ichabod both qualify. We've got some qualifiers coming up on this show as well. I can confirm uh, for Crunch Time there's going to be a last chance four-way uh, for a Vacationland Cup spot. So mm. anyone looking for one more shot into the cup is your opportunity. It's going to happen. And uh, we'll have some entrance into that announced in the coming weeks, some debuts to come as well on this show. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Oh, one person we forgot uh, that's going to be on the show, Brian Malonis, the kingpin, making his return as well.
1: Yep, Brian Malonis will be back. Uh, I think he's got his sights set on BRG for the Let's Wrestle Championship. Of course, if BRG's got it at that point. But, uh, yeah, a lot of shit moving and shaking heading into the show. That's good.
0: Fun summer heads. Yeah, we got a lot of time, but obviously – you know, don't sleep on the tickets. If you're gonna go, you're gonna go lock the day away Saturday, July 29th in Yarmouth. May. it's already
1: 40% sold out.
0: No kidding. I knew that fr- we're
1: a month and kind of a month and a half away.
0: That's right. Lock it down for uh July 29th. Look, if you're gonna be on the lake, you have people coming for vacation, bring them along as well. They'll enjoy the action too. You never know where someone might jump out of or jump from, as Rip Bison showed at the last show. Anything can happen, Randy. A, let's, a limitless wrestling show and of course a let's wrestle show and that's what happened this past weekend at the indoor yard sale in brewer maine and from all uh what i saw on social everyone seemed to have a, a great time and a record crowd i believe for let's wrestle and, and uh yeah a lot a lot of people came out last saturday huh
1: yeah i couldn't believe it i mean uh we we're talking about it going into it the rumble is one of the most fun events of the year but uh, just a lot of local support as we've had continuously in Brewer for Let's Wrestle. We really appreciate it. And uh, I really had a blast with this lineup. I, I thought a lot of these matches were really fun. This is actually probably by the time this podcast comes out, Josh, this is going to be available on IWTV to view. Uh, definitely uh, worth your time to check out a couple hours of fun wrestling and a uh, really fun rumble.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to checking it out. Let's talk about the Let's Rumble match itself. Uh, Jason Maverick. Picking up the win, the big 40-man uh, uh, event here. So what were some of the uh, the different surprises? I mean, G- how did Jason Maverick win? Uh, all that stuff. What do people need to know before they watch an IWTV?
1: Oh, man. We had some deep main wrestling polls, my friend. Uh, oh. Of course, Marion Lawless with uh, reuniting with Johnny Primer. A couple main wrestling OGs. Uh, Zach Burton, formerly known as Big Moxie, Matt Mahoney. And, of course, uh zach burton was pretty prevalent through the road in the pandemic at the dojo series uh that was uh as random of a pull as you could get because he literally you know showed up with his gear not expecting to do anything and uh we just had somebody not show up and zach burton got the spot and uh faced off with an old rival in there jason maverick we had uh, the limitless dojo super fan john austin He actually made his pro wrestling debut in this Rumble, faced off with Mac Daniels. The Rumble was a lot of fun. Uh, It was such an interesting mix of people. Uh, Had people representing the Bell Time Club, Nepwa in Massachusetts, the Dojo, uh, some main wrestling legends who hadn't been seen in quite some time. And uh, I don't know, quite, quite the interesting group of people. Of course, Mac Daniels and Anthony Green opening up this show as well. Uh, what a matchup there, and Mac Daniels. I think a crucial victory for him heading into crunch time, able to pin a former Limitless Wrestling World Champion on his way to this number one contenders match. And uh, I definitely think he could have done something to the confidence had he not won this one and took it home heading into the Rip match.
0: Yeah. So Jason Maverick picking up the victory and remind, I don't know why I'm blanking this. He earns a future uh a future uh, Let's Wrestle title shot. Is that correct? You got it. And speaking of titles, Randy new let's wrestle tag team champions have been crowned familiar guys msp picking up the victory over uh, the seawolves and pos in a three-way to become the new Re- let's wrestle tag team champions of course those were vacated uh, quite some time ago giant torres finally waking up and putting this tournament together making things happen but yeah this is a uh, a good one msp and how was uh, how was this match
1: this was fun and uh, honestly quite a moment for msp to win the big one you know in their home area. Uh, They started wrestling in Brewer prominently uh, as the fog early on as uh, Levi Lexington and Amon Jordan and had never had that big tag team victory with championships on the line as MSP, which is kind of crazy to me, but they, uh, you know, there hasn't been much tag team gold up for grabs in the state of Maine. So MSP uh, finally getting the job done becoming let's wrestle tag team champions. And they've actually got, A face-off with POS, Mike McCarthy and uh, former MSP member Alexander Lee coming up July 15th when Let's Wrestle returns. The Seawolves are banned from the building. So uh, some interesting developments off this tag. Definitely uh, worth the watch if you want to take a look at this show. And uh, Yeah, July 15th. We'll have some more info on that show coming up next time we talk, too. But that is the return date for Let's Wrestle very
0: good and of course uh, another championship match brg successfully retaining the title the let's wrestle championship of course over uh main mutant mastodon eric johnson getting his uh, latest shot at the gold unable to wrest it away from brg and yeah brg continues to be a fighting champion
1: yeah what a mess this was uh i hate to spoil (laughs) anything but mac daniels getting himself involved throttling eric johnson with the championship and then brg put in a tough spot he had a decision to make do i uh you know belt in his hands do i throw it away and pin eric johnson do i get this qualified for my own championship match here what do you do and uh he took the pin so uh you know some problems between him and eric johnson stemming from this event mac daniels trying to get himself back in the title picture he's got problems with anybody he looks at but uh yeah, it's going to be a lot going down july 15th the return of let's wrestle and brewer
0: yeah and uh, yeah i mean so far so good for brg i mean he promised to be a fighting champion and He's done that and then some, which I know is the exact opposite of uh, of Mac Daniels. So BRG is taking this title all over the place, defending it. The definition of a fighting champion, Randy
1: certainly is. Had a defense the next day after this, actually uh, for live pro wrestling against Leon Saint Giovanni. That was successful. So BRG uh, taking it state by state. Uh, I believe you know, pending uh, him being the champion at the time, he's got some California dates coming up that he's going to defend the championship on. So. Whoa. Uh, Just really taking it everywhere. A lot of defenses under his belt already and really uh, changing the narrative of the championship from Mac Daniels to BRG entirely.
0: And also said two young guys that could challenge uh, for the Let's Wrestle title at some point. Quesi Asante taking on uh, Joseph Alexander, the A-game. Asante picking up the victory, which must have not sat well with uh, the the very volatile at times uh, Joseph Alexander.
1: No, certainly not. I mean, this was a rematch from Mojo with the dojo a couple weeks ago. A-game, uh, not handedly, but did, you know, put Quacy down, and I think almost going into this match didn't take his counterpart as seriously as he should have, and this is a guy that he trains with that he knows very well, and Kwesi was able to get an upset win, and A-game uh, certainly wasn't happy about it afterwards, uh, Angelo Carter in the corner of A-game Alexander, which was interesting, but uh, an awesome showing for Quasey, both in the rumble and this singles match victory over a game. It's a, it's a big move for him to move into the future. And we had a,
0: a version of art, Ava Everett and Eric Rourke, uh, returning and taking on the returning TJ Crawford. We haven't seen him for a while. Of course, he was a, a fixture on the road and somebody that is uh limitless fans are, are very familiar with team with C bass Finn, but, uh. Art continuing with their nice run of late. Ava Everett and Aaron Rourke picking up the victory.
1: Yeah, they were looking for an Art takeover on this night. And, you know, had it to an extent. They got the win here. Uh, TJ Crawford, really impressive in his return. I hadn't seen him in a while. And uh, the Silver Sniper, uh, since coming back from injury, just he's really locked in right now. Uh, I was able to see him, uh, what was it, that uh, Adam Booker show in, like, Sacco or Sanford a, a month or two ago as well. And... I don't know, man. Uh, just seems really zoned in. Uh, his stuff's really crisp right now. I, I wouldn't doubt that you see TJ Crawford popping up again, whether let's wrestle or limitless sometime soon.
0: And of course, you talked about this uh, earlier. Uh, Mac Daniels taking on Anthony Green, course. Anthony Green, I believe uh, you had said before his last date, uh, American date, before he headed back overseas to Japan. Obviously, very busy guy all over the place, just was named a uh, head trainer of, I think, New England Pro Wrestling Academy, if I remember that right. And But yeah, Mac Daniels, the former Let's Wrestle champion, picking up arguably the biggest win of his career. I mean, he's had a few of them, but this is a uh, a nice one that he wants to, to rebound. Of course, he's heading into that match against Rip Bison in Limitless and needed some momentum. And boy, did he get it with a win over the former two-time world champion of Limitless, Anthony Green.
1: Yeah, I think this was major for him. Uh, it, it hasn't really gone Max way completely since losing the Let's Wrestle Championship and you know now navigating with nobody by his side. But I was able to hang with Anthony Green fresh off a tour with Pro Wrestling Noah in Japan and uh, by hook or by crook able to get the job done and keep Anthony down for the count of three. So a uh, big and, and I would say much needed victory for Mac Daniels heading into crunch time on the 29th against Ripper.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, that's your Let's Rumble 2023 results, and yeah, it should be coming up on IWTV, easy for me to say, uh, by the time you listen to this. Um, And yeah, you said next event is coming up on Saturday, July 15th, and anything else on that? Obviously, you mentioned the tag team title match, but anything else for that or is there more to come?
1: It's the five-year anniversary of Let's Wrestle, which I thought was kind of crazy. Um, Wow. Just, you know, time is fake, and we obviously lost a few years of Let's Wrestle, but uh, yeah, it was, it was digging into the archives. I knew it was, you know, sometime in the summer, but I, I didn't realize it was five years and already, uh, coming up in July. So, uh, we're going to have some old faces in Les wrestles past pop up for this one. A uh, lot of fun stuff, uh, coming up for that one. So we'll probably talk about that next time we speak on the pod, but, uh, just be looking for announcements. Let's wrestle two Oh seven on Twitter. Let's wrestle on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to keep up with everything and, uh, yeah, we'll have more info for you soon. Time is fake, you say? Yeah, it just moves so quick. I I feel like sometimes it just... I I don't know. Let's Wrestle specifically feels like it's, you know, two or three years old, not five years ago that we decided to do this. So, uh, yeah, it does feel kind of fake.
0: Uh, That'd be a good name for a limitless show, perhaps.
1: (laughs) I actually, yeah, not a bad one.
0: And then people are like, what time does the show start?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's fake, dude.
0: Yeah, either that may be a little bit better than uh, the Thunder Rolls.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, I would say that's going to be quite a shot across the bow of uh, Mr. Alba.
0: That's right. That's right. He can handle it. Him, that fancy hair. Anyway, perhaps some questions will come up about John Alba in our special feature of this podcast. Ask Limitless. Of course, this is where you, the fans, get to ask your questions. These were asked on uh, social media, on Facebook groups, and I believe Twitter, and who knows, TikTok, all those things, MySpace. And you get to ask the questions, and we answer them. Let's start out, Randy. Ready, you ready to be on the hot seat here? Ready to go?
1: I'm ready, Josh. Let's oh do boy! It.
0: Oh boy! All right, you don't know what's coming. All right, from Jason. What wrestlers on the Limitless roster do you see making the jump to TV within the next two years? I mean, Randy. I mean, this question already is kind of invalid because you can see the stars of Limitless on TV on Fridays on PMC Channel Five and 8:30 PM in the greater Portland area. So I think he means like bigger TV though
1: that's true good plug um honestly uh alec price channing thomas becca are the three that come to mind immediately i would say ava everett as well uh has felt tv ready for a hot minute
0: yeah so when i hear tv i think most people think you know wwe or aew um of course being nxt i guess you could say ring of honor as well so kind of like tv but you know tv also you could talk you know impact wrestling uh mlw um you know different ones that are on that, that get you know, attention i guess you could say the nwa in, in a lot of ways so i guess i look at this like we're going to get the, we, who is going to get the opportunity to to be featured on one of these shows regularly and i know that becca is, is starting to make a little bit of a run uh in uh, in mlw i know she's got booked for i believe a july um their july pay-per-view at uh, uh, premium live whatever the fuck you want to call it on fight plus for i uh, never say never no she was booked for that so she's gonna get an opportunity there I when i think of like talents i think of like impact wrestling like when, when impact could use like an alec price or a a becca as you mentioned or like a beef for example beef obviously had a very very short run in mlw that didn't really go the way i think that anyone planned because i don't really they want to kind of seem him as like a comedy character and it just didn't it just didn't really work so i mean i could see beef in in impact or you know i i so i think of guys i think the ones that you mentioned are great um but i think there's so many of the you know the the limitless um regulars that you could see performing on you know a ring of honor or or something like that i mean i mean look msp was did a AEW dark match um who's to say that they couldn't have a, a nice run in uh in impact or something like that and kind of get uh, get on a bigger stage for a longer time um it's just you know i i look at that i i think of this like wh- where where would they be able to get the most out of their opportunities and and uh yeah i mean there's there's so many that if they're in you know it's like are they going to get put in the right position? Are you going to be able to give, be given the opportunity? How does management see them? All those type of things. So yeah, there's a there's there's a lot that I could actually see and above um, the
1: rest, feel like they could really stand out too. Um, yeah. Like in an impact situation. I, I impact feels like an awesome place to end up, where uh, maybe you could have like a, a year or two to I don't know find your groove and have some you know stories put together on television. You know I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I So I look at like, um, for example, like I look at the NWA, they had their Crockett Cup tournament recently. And I'm looking over the field of teams and I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't get this at all. I don't. And I look at some of the teams that you've brought in and I, I look at teams like MSP and I look at above the rest and you, you know, just all these teams, even, even Tabernacle. I'm like <laughs> anyone with two eyes and a brain and understands wrestling can see like, these are good teams and they should be given this opportunity to get a, a have a more exposure and not just for them, but for the promotion as well to actually get good teams in a, in a tag team center tournament versus people that like people have just, they don't have never heard of, you know, it's just a, I don't know. I, I look at um you, you want talents to go somewhere. They're going to get the opportunity and and do so in a way that's going to help their career. Not everyone's ready for wwe or nxt or um even AEW, in in a lot of cases you want them to get the best opportunity that they can and uh, be the next step in their in their careers and yeah i mean there's there's so many on the roster i think it's one of the reasons that people love the show so much is the talent roster is so deep and and that's a and you could see a lot of them make a jump to tv and it would make sense if you we are in the right situation you know
1: yeah definitely and i think you do i think um fans who have been plugged in for a long time it's fun to look back at some of these cards and say oh you know yeah half of these guys or a fourth of these guys or whatever it may be are on you know whatever wwe AEW, impact now doing their thing
0: all right let's go to ethan how do you come up with the names for the shows
1: uh, a lot of times it's just trying to i don't know looking at the card looking at the lineup that you've got planned or, or whatever's coming up and kind of feeling the what the atmosphere of that show is going to feel like, what's the identity of the show. And uh, maybe what's a name or what's, uh, I don't know, something that fits. And it's not always, you know, obviously we have uh, some now that are popping up year after year. Like this is the second crunch time. Uh, We've got the Vacation Land Cup that we've had running. We've got Fresh Blood as well in October. Um, But honestly, I think a lot of times it's like sitting back looking at what, the identity of the show is going to be like and trying to match something
0: to it. Uh, yeah. And you've talked about, we're joking about like the thunder rolls. That was a John Alba. uh, (laughs) Yeah. The big pole. If you Um, ever see
1: that one come out, just know folks, I've, I've gone either to the dark side with Alba, or I'm desperate.
0: Yeah. Um, but I usually I'll ask on shows kind of where things come from a lot, you know, song lyrics or something like that. It's just a, you know, there was a Kanye West one you did before there was, a. um, I mean, winds of change, and scorpions. So, I mean, there's all these different types of like. A lot of them tie into to to um to lyrics, and yeah, it'd be kind of fun to look back on some of those. Like, what what about the no drop kicks in the living room? where did that come from?
1: That was a danger kid pull, actually. Um, I don't I don't recall the context to be honest, but that was a danger kid pull.
0: All right, my actually, one question comes to mind: Is there anyone else that comes up with a lot of good names other than yourself and in and, uh, and old DK?
1: I've definitely gone to DK for. Uh, a lot. We we talk shop on a lot of the Let's Wrestle names. Still, um, I don't know. It's it's so like happenstance sometimes that these like random names will pop up. Like uh, I think the first Westbrook show that we did was called Risk It for the Biscuit, and that's just because I heard somebody <laughs> say it, like overheard it from a table at Applebee's one time, and I was like, damn, that like fits the situation so well, but. Uh no, it's it's I don't know. It's it's really random. I'd have to sit and think about it and if any came to mind, but uh, it's uh it's a collaborative process a lot of the time.
0: Let's go to Nate. Oh, listen, it's being a collaborative process. How is Mac Daniel so handsome?
1: What kind of question is this, dude? I
0: don't know. Who who is this Nate fella?
1: Get him out of here.
0: <laughs> uh Mikey, we were just talking about this. Could we possibly see a Friday or Sunday limitless show? with AEW Collision starting on Saturdays?
1: I don't know. I just I kind of look at our schedule more so for the fans who are going to come to our events. Like, uh, I think Saturday is the easiest day. It's an easier day for a lot of wrestlers to travel, but it's also an easier day for a lot of fans to be able to come out and make the show live. Uh, I know a lot of people work on Fridays. Sundays could probably work as well. I've considered doing, like, a matinee Sunday event sometime, but... Uh, a lot of times that's going to depend on venues that we run. And uh, we've looked at a couple different venues in like the Portland area recently where uh, it probably would make more sense to run like a Friday or Sunday. So I, I wouldn't rule it out of the question, but uh, I think we're going to play it by ear to see how that works with like, you know, how much talent they're actually pulling for these events. And uh, if it really has any bearing on what we're trying to do on Saturday night shows.
0: Yeah. And longtime fans also remember that used to mainly run on Friday nights.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, we had quite a stint of running primarily Fridays when we first started.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Alan, uh, how did Limitless get started? My daughter and I have a theory that Randy, Ethan and Greenleaf were all childhood friends that loved wrestling. Then Randy started a wrestling company and brought his friends to work with him. No idea if that's the truth, but I would love to know. I mean, you've, you've talked about the the uh, founding of Limitless before. Uh, you have done a lot of interviews and things like that. You can also pick up as I'm pointing to No one can see uh, Mike Labby's fine book about the, the founding of limitless the first five years. So you can pick up uh, online and also at limitless shows. But uh, do you want to, I mean, again, you've talked about this a lot in, in interviews and, and stuff, but do you want to kind of give the, the clip notes version for Alan?
1: Yeah. I mean, from the, uh, from the Ethan and Greenleaf perspective, I would say that they were, you know, instrumental. in when this started um, not only them, but MSP, Alexander Lee, Ace Romero, uh, just to name a few, but it was, you know, collectively, there were a lot of us where uh, morale was pretty low, I would say, in main wrestling, like end of 2014, early 2015, and um, there was just a group of us that kind of wanted to do something different, and uh, didn't really know, had no plans for what this would ever look like down the road, or if it would go beyond a show or two, but uh, it was something that we wanted to try, and, you know, we got it together September of 2015, and haven't looked back since.
0: All right, and of course, yeah, if uh, you need more, certainly let us know if you need uh, uh, more insight in the history of Lemus, because we've done, yeah, extensive shows on that, and also, again, the Mike Labby book is going to tell you everything that you need to know. Uh, Mikey, are you hoping, are you hoping, are you open, God, I can't even read, are you open to having eight wrestling legends or any other former WWE slash WCW wrestlers being brought in by a vendor just to do a signing at a show?
1: I'm definitely open to that, Um Longtime fans, and I'm sure Mikey is one of them, can recall uh we've had like a couple mishaps with vendors in the past. So I, I got off them for a time period because I just uh, I don't know. It's tough to like promote something in, in good faith and then uh have somebody, you know, pull the rug out and not be able to either compensate the person they said they were going to be bringing in or uh just n- not hold up their end of the deal. So uh, instead of, you know, having any mishaps happen, we got off it for a time being, but uh, I'm definitely open to something like that. I think it's going to be the right situation with the vendor specifically, but, um, if you, if you got somebody trustworthy, who's going to do good business by us and by the person that they're looking to bring in, uh, I'm always open to doing something like that, especially now more than ever, we've been having, uh, more legends and more, uh, you know, old school talent pop up in both limitless wrestling and Less wrestle. So, I'd love to keep that theme going. Uh,
0: have you done that before?
1: Yes. Um, early on, especially when we first started in Westbrook, um, had a couple vendors that we were working with. Uh, one did not pan out well at all. And uh, the other was actually pretty successful the two times that we did it. So uh, it's something that we've done with Let's Wrestle as well uh, in the past, but uh, it just has to be the right situation and uh, a trustworthy situation more so than ever so that you know, nobody gets fucked over in the deal, especially the fans who you know may expect to come yeah. see somebody and then something happens and they don't show up.
0: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. It's gotta fit into the framework, right? And yeah it's uh yeah, it's gotta make sense for everybody for sure. You want you don't want it to turn to a negative, which then people associate with the show even those persons not wrestling or the situation's not right, you know, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, you can, you can give as many facts as you want about the, you know, whatever the dealings were that didn't come to fruition. It's still something that you promoted as your thing on your brand.
0: All right. From Ryan, what was worse? The fans bring the weapons match or the cage match. And of course, by the cage match, it means the one you had in limitless where the cage fell apart and the fans actually had to hold the cage together. God bless them.
1: Yes. Um, and honestly, like uh, for a potential disaster, what a cool moment that ended up being. Uh, I don't know what was. I fans bring the weapons was tough just because you got both guys who had to go to the hospital afterwards. I assume this is referencing Ar Fox Ace Romero. As Ryan's been uh, attending our shows since the early Westbrook days, but uh, I don't know. They've both got their charm. I'll say that.
0: Yeah, fans bring the weapons match. Magic. I, I, yeah, it always seems to be a. I don't know a bad idea because you never because you know there's some fans that get it and there's some fans that maybe it's like oh here's here's a Bowie knife you know like
1: yeah I, it's just about the depths I mean you got to be clear with what you know people can't bring in anything that's gonna hand grenade know, kill somebody <laughs> but uh, it's it's the depth of it you know how, how far are people willing to go?
0: All right, from Michael, will we ever see the IWTV Championship or tag team titles? Defended on a Limitless show.
1: I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, the IWTV Championship has been defended before. Uh, I just, I don't see many IWTV Championship defenses right now in general. Um, The tag titles are going everywhere. So I I wouldn't doubt that we see Miracle Generation pop up, whether in Limitless or Let's Wrestle for a defense. But uh, nothing in the cards right now. But I, I definitely wouldn't take it off the table.
0: Oh, this rambling reminds me because I saw, I think I saw Dustin Waller's name or Kylon King's name come up. Uh, they did, um, WrestleNomics did a thing of uh, looking at cage match and like the most active wrestlers, like in every country and around the world throughout the year. And in North America, I believe North America, or maybe it might have been just the US, must have been North America. Uh, Alec Price was like number one. And I think Dustin Waller or maybe Kylon King was like, top 10 as well like on the list of like most active wrestlers for the year so far
1: i wouldn't doubt Uh, i think it's really beneficial for northeast wrestlers uh, on a certain level right now there's a lot of places to work and you can kind of like i was looking at some people's schedules this coming week because there's uh there was a fight life show last night that was open tonight and then uh Your usual Friday, Saturday, potential Sundays, like sometimes you're getting four or five matches out of a weekend if you could really string it together. So, uh, yeah, I saw Alec, I think Alec and Speedball and I want to say Masha or Billy Starks were right at the top of that list, which is uh, I mean, it's just a crazy work rate that you have to be on to, to wrestle that often. You're keeping your body right. You're not injured. You're staying in shape. Uh, and you're also making all these towns. Like you're, you know, whether it's hopping flights or hopping cars, you're making it happen. So it's a it's a real testament to these people out here uh, really grinding and, uh, you know, trying to wrestle as much as possible to get to the top.
0: That's right. Another one from Michael. Who's a wrestler you've been trying to book the longest and haven't been able to line up dates? We just talked about so Joey Janela. Uh, is there anyone else on that list?
1: Jeez. I, uh... I'm stumped by this one, honestly, because like uh, especially recently, um, I've been trying to knock people off this list. Uh, Tabernacle, for instance, Joey Janela. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody who just in general, uh, Calvin Tankman would be on that list. That's a good one to throw out. Uh, I, I've tried to just link up with him numerous times. I would say since we came back from uh, cause Alec Price wrestled him and put him over immediately like during the pandemic closed taping kind of stuff and uh a lot of people on the roster have worked with tankman and just they think you would kill up here.
0: from tim is big eric johnson gonna get another title match against brg you know why randy tim said he was cheated last weekend
1: (laughs) (laughs) um it depends on who you ask but yeah i mean uh, he was in a very tough situation last weekend getting pelted with the belt by mac daniels and uh BRG having to make a tough decision, but I would say the let's wrestle title picture right now is muddy at best because we got Brian Malona sniffing down BRG's trail. We got Jason Maverick with a title shot. Uh, It's tough right now. Of course, Mac Daniels is uh, looking for his way back in as well to relevancy. So uh, I don't know. We're going to have to see how that all shakes out, but I, I definitely do agree on some degree that Eric Johnson was cheated out of a fair championship matchup and, does deserve when the time comes to have another crack, whoever the champion is
0: Mm. from Eric. Interesting. Why hasn't there been another Eric Greenleaf sighting on the pod? I don't know. You can't really watch people on the pod or not that kind of podcast. Why has there been another Greenleaf appearance, I guess on the podcast?
1: Yeah. He also spelled sighting wrong. I fixed (laughs) that one for the email. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Uh, The people been asking by people. I mean, Eric, but, uh, no, I, I, you know, we talk about it all the time, but it's, it's, it's about time that we probably get him back on the pod. We've got, as I said, a month and a half before this show rolls around, Eric, I, we got a story to tell too with Eric Greenleaf, Josh, a story, Uh, huh? I won't go into great detail, but I, uh, I should, I was just, I was standing outside after the let's rumble, uh, you know, shooting the ball with whoever was outside real quick. And, Somebody kind of rushes out and they're like, "Have you have you checked on Eric Greenleaf?" And I "I'm kind of baffled at the question." I'm like, "What? Why?" Uh, of course, we just had the we just had the Let's Rumble match. Um, he was on the outside with a couple other referees, uh, raised the hand of the winner, uh, presumed everything was fine. And I walk in and I look down the barrel of the locker room and I see like six people huddled around Eric Greenleaf as he. I don't know. It, it literally looks like he's just been picked up from the desert after four days. Like he's kind of going through some shit. So I walk over and he, I don't know what happened, but he like threw his shoulder out somehow in the process of this rumble match to the back.
0: Well, maybe that will actually happen. We'll get a sighting on the pod, uh, so to speak. Uh, from Alex, this is my, one of my favorite Let's Wrestle, or, or uh, ask one of those questions of all time. Any chance, Randy Carver, that you will try to do Wrestle Prom? And There's it certainly back. a chance. Yes! There's always a chance. Yes! Um,
1: I, I think just like the first one, and uh, I think the situation uh, has to fit for WrestleProm to come around. And uh, I, I felt like at the time when we were setting that up, it would have been uh, spring or early think it would have been springtime 2020. It would have fit really well. And, uh, you know, I think we're getting back to a point where it would fit really well into the grand scheme of things. But, uh, you know, once it gets here, it'll be worth it.
0: Oh, I mean, Randy, this I, I love you, man. This that's such bullshit. It, it, it fit, Wrestle Prom could fit any point in the calendar other than from crunch time to the to the um anniversary show. It's and a that's perfect, where we
1: are right now, Josh.
0: It's like Randy, it's like a slice of pizza. You know, it can go anytime, any place. It's perfect. It doesn't matter. You can put Wrestle Prom anywhere. It'll be one of the biggest events you've ever done. I guarantee it.
1: All right, we'll see
0: yeah so people dress up oh it'd be so so great i, I can't can't wait can't wait uh also alec asked and, and i assume this is i don't know if it's tied in but we'll consider it separate any gimmick matches that you've been considering
1: Ooh, um how you
0: know, much you want to give away but
1: yeah i mean uh a lot of times i feel like it's all circumstantial what the circumstance calls for but uh i don't know yeah i mean uh honestly like one that was brought to Limitless, that it's not anything crazy, but like, uh, we got a great response from having a battle royal on a Limitless show. Mm. Uh, I've considered another when the time is right, but I, I a lot of people have asked to another one that's, I think it would be, um, it definitely be circumstantial because of the building and also the match, but uh, we have mapped out doing a ladder match in Herman, and obviously, like, you know. Time and circumstance would have to be right, but uh, that's definitely a venue where we can make that happen. Hmm.
0: Uh, of course, the best gimmick match, Randy, would be the uh, the YouTube award on a poll match.
1: <laughs> Who am I working?
0: Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to reveal anything yet. I want to spoil it for people, but, you know, we'll we'll get there. We'll get all there. Right, all right. Uh, Let's see. From Chris, now that Yarmouth has had consecutive sellouts, what are the chances of getting into a bigger area? And I, I'll, I'll add in a bigger venue
1: yes um i mean we're always looking around um it's always going to be what fits and uh if something fits and it makes sense we're going to try it uh we've actually looked at a few venues in the portland area greater portland area i would say in the past month and a half so uh we got some things cooking but uh this run into the anniversary show is going to take place in yarmouth i definitely think that we'll continue to have a home base in yarmouth but uh at least before the end of the year, I am trying to mix in one more spot. And uh, we had a couple really cool places pop up that, you know, there's potential for uh, something fun, I think, for fans, for wrestlers, for everybody involved. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that front. But definitely uh, I'm exploring all options in terms of uh, new venues, new areas, and just new places to bring Limitless Wrestling to.
0: The Is this going to be the much-discussed uh, event on a barge in the ocean?
1: <laughs> I would love to do an event on a barge. Anything goes. I don't. I don't have a barge connect at this juncture in my life.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- one question I didn't want to ask and might be coming to mind for some people listening is: Are high school gyms and and like those type of things just like too many? Like I don't know, it's not red flags, but a lot of red tape, and you can't do some of the things that you want to do because of the again the type of shows you want to do are more kind of I would say more adult, but you know what I mean? Uh, is, is that just is that just not of interest too much for to, to pay for them and, and all that stuff?
1: Honestly, for limitless shows, uh one of the big things I look for is accessibility to food and drink. And uh a lot of times in high school, I mean, beer is pretty much a no go in a high school most of the time. Oh, I see. Um, I gotta go. yeah. So that I mean, that's uh I feel like a huge part of the atmosphere is people being able to drink and eat at these shows, being comfortable, just having shit available and uh You'd be surprised that just like the even like not associated with a high school, but like a recreational gym that just has, uh, you know, you can't have food, you can't have drink or whatever it may be for large events. Or um, even like uh, a lot of gyms don't want to take the chance of a wrestling ring being on their floor if they've recently had any kind of renovation or even if you have like mats to put down uh if they're against it in some kind of way shape or form where they think it's going to harm their stuff they're probably not going to budge
0: yep that makes sense all right so look at some plugs in for a go i did want to have a uh shameless plug but i as shameless that i think it's something fun for limitless fans is i interviewed former limitless wrestling uh competitor the butcher andy williams and Andy and I talked for almost actually just about, right around an hour uh, that went up on the Wrestling Observer site for free. I think in the last week or so, I think it was last last week. And he actually did talk about some limbless stuff and including a little uh yeah, a little news there that uh he might be talking to you about coming back sometime.
1: Yeah, I uh I'd love to get him back. I listened to the interview. This was a lot of fun. Um, uh, just a lot of different stuff that I don't know not your typical wrestling interview i would say so uh, a lot of fun Uh, andy's just an awesome dude and uh he's quite the storyteller man he had some fun stories on this one that uh he dove into and uh i don't know just cool different pieces of him as an actual person not just the wrestler uh not just the musician so uh definitely worth your time
0: yeah it was uh yeah the story about brian danielson in hawaii uh how emotionally got there Uh, wrestling against sting that was kind of a big one and yeah just um there are all these different stories they tell you right he's a really good storyteller the music stuff i was really fascinating and understanding about as well so yeah it was a great st- great uh, great interview i think you guys enjoy if you like this or if you like anything about limitless uh, the butcher andy williams you can check that out on wrestlingobserver.com I've also put it on my twitter as well uh, of course uh, mojo at the dojo uh, i believe season four is uh is happening uh as we speak right now of course you see that on saturdays on uh, iwtv youtube on uh, on facebook as well and so you check out that of course all past episodes too the future of limitless and let's wrestle uh in some cases the present uh are on that show every single saturday of course pmc channel 5 8 30 p.m in portland on fridays in the greater westbrook area iwtv if you know you know you get all the uh subs- subscription there you get access to tons and tons and tons of hours of former uh limitless wrestling and wrestle events including indies also including indies from all over the world uh no matter who it is i mean they're on IWTV, so you can check them out there you'll be uh, satisfied for your uh 10.99 a month i believe it is or 10 a month something like that and of course pluto tv for the first few seasons of the road yeah social media lw main on twitter limitless wrestling on facebook instagram tiktok and youtube let's wrestle 207 on twitter facebook and instagram Randy underscore Carver LW on Twitter, Josh Nason on Twitter, LimitlessWrestling.com for all your ticket and merchandise needs, which include, again, uh, July's crunch time for Limitless Wrestling. Of course, this uh, July 15th show for Let's Wrestle. More information will be coming out about that. And, uh, yeah, have a a continued great early part of your summer. School's out. We're kicking off. We're getting ready for crunch time. Yeah, it's going to be a wild summer. I can't wait. We'll be talking more about that here. So for Randy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. Until next time. Be limitless.